You're listening to DraftKings Network. the Cooligans in the first segment. We talk about our trip. We're going back, back to Dallas, Dallas uh, for the Independent Supporters Conference. Also, BT Martinez going to Atlanta, uh, going to the airport. Not, but it's a little too early for, for BT Martinez. <laughs> he doesn't want, he don't want to be there that early. Uh, get, get me a better flight. Also, we talk about the drama in Chicago. Absolutely. And remember, if you do go to the airport for these players, you better bring, uh, you know, some uh, nice, comfortable shoes because you're now a member of TSA. All right. <laughs> also, in the second segment, we do it. We release the interview with Jermaine Jones. That's yeah, that's right. right. How messy does it get in here? It's so messy, we might get hired by Barcelona. Okay? <laughs> that's it. That and more on this episode of the Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! The day has finally come. It's Jermaine Jones Day <laughs> here on the podcast. It's a new holiday. Uh, it's official. Donald Trump has declared it. <laughs> Jermaine Jones Day. <laughs> it's the official. It's a federal holiday. Yeah. Well, the fe- <laughs> everything shut down. <laughs> That's uh, right. The, fe- the federal government has issued a red card. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The it's the the government shutdown sponsored by Jermaine Jones. Oh, uh, dude, I cannot wait for the fans to listen to this podcast. Please don't. You know, please don't fast forward <laughs> to the interview. You know how we do. We got a lot of goodness. Yeah, we got, we, we're, we'll like wet your appetite a little bit. With oh, that's the, right. You're going to be wet. <laughs> <laughs> to get you ready for it. But welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Jermaine Jones Guerreros. <laughs> uh, yes, we are your favorite stand up comedians that host. A soccer podcast, and it's not only the funniest soccer podcast that you're going to listen to. It is also what Alexis Jermaine Jones Guerreros. It just so happens to be the goddamn gulliest <laughs> right. soccer podcast in the world. <laughs> and, it, that, and thank you for calling me my government. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yes, of course, and and I, and I have to for on, yeah. on, on such an important day. Yes, yes. Uh, but yes, welcome to the show. We are the Cooligans, uh, and this th- this is an epi- This is this podcast is not just a. Uh, just another comedy podcast about soccer, right? No, it, it is not. It, this is something that that it, it, it's almost like the reason the Cooligans exist is for today's episode. There's no one else, <laughs> nobody. There's just nobody. I don't care if you work for ESPN. I don't care if you've been doing a podcast for years. I don't care if you're two bald British dudes in uh, sports jackets. I don't care who you are. There is no one in the world that could have had this conversation that we had. With Jermaine Jones. Okay. And it was just I, like... I, I don't know. Maybe his lawyer? <laughs> no. There were other people that should have had this conversation with Jermaine Jones. But there's no one that could have had this conversation. That's right. With uh, Jermaine Jones. And we're not going to make this the Jermaine Jones podcast, but it is Jermaine Jones Day <laughs> here on the Cooligans. Very much so. So... uh we're, we're going to get to the interview in a moment, but there's... A, <laughs> you know what we mean when we say a moment. A moment. <laughs> like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> Give or take, all right? You know. Uh, but it, it's it's 
significant and it's uh and it's I mean, look most more importantly over anything it's just it's funny it's 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 like we're, it, this is a serious issue. We're adding a little bit of levity to it, even even though we're not we're not the ones to 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 break down and completely comprehend what is going on in this man's personal life. No, but you know what we did? We allowed him the opportunity to add levity himself. Yes, and that boy took it. <laughs> you know, like a okay. like a like okay. a young academy player who gets put in the eighteen <laughs> and he's backing up the left back or something, and that guy gets an injured injury. He took his opportunity. This is my time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's why this is like kind of significant for us. So again, we're, we're, uh, we're just to remind: if people are listening to us for the first time, we are two stand-up comedians in New York that just love soccer. And then we started doing this soccer podcast, and we were like, "This hey, wee little soccer this podcast." Little wee, can I have a little wee soccer podcast? <laughs> just a just a just a tiny, <laughs> ma- uh, just a scotch of a soccer podcast. <laughs> so we, to, for us to get to the point of just uh, uh, an idea of. Uh, you know, having two comics talk about soccer to get to the point where we're talking to a, a, a men's national team legend that on on top of that is going through a crisis in his life. He's going through a lot. He's going through a in lot. In his personal life. <laughs> and he also has a history of talking shit on Instagram <laughs> and we bring it all We're just like, yo, up. Jermaine, just take that off of Instagram and yeah. bring that energy to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how like in an Instagram story, you say whatever you want, you're like, it's whatever, it goes away in 24 hours. Imagine it live forever <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> so it's, uh, we have a good time and I think- And ju- so does he. So Look, and, and just to, because the people who have been following Jermaine Jones is- IG stories. I know, you know, the people who didn't get in before was made private. Um, oh, we got in before the lock. This is, I, and I want to. By the way, we have like three different like group chats and DM <laughs> groups all talking about Jermaine Jones' I wanna Instagram. Just, I, I, my only disclaimer, and and this is, uh, you know, I can't speak for Alexis because you know, I I have. Uh, you know, I care for others. A wider vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I care for other human beings. And so I, do I. <laughs> as long as I'm making money. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think this the subject with his life, his life, and his with his wife and family. It, it is very complicated and personal, and and you know, a, a lot of even. Seeing him, seeing a person uh, like divulge all this personal stuff on on, on social media, you start to worry about the, their well being. You know what's funny? I I've, so you and I had this long conversation about when we when we started posting about his Instagram, should we or should we not? Sure, right? And Wait. I almost didn't care what you had to say <laughs> uh, because I had my mind made up. But also, like I think about it from how lucky are we as comics. That if something bad happens in our life, if you came up to me and you were like, yo, X, Y, Z happened, this is messed up, I'd be like, yo, you're going to have a new 20 minutes. Like, that's the yeah. reaction of every comic. But we also get that cathartic, uh, you know, opportunity to go up on stage and just release all of it. And we make it into a joke. And we take that to our normal lives, which is why most of our family members are like, or at least mine, are like, we can't invite you to funerals anymore. You know what I mean? Because I that's how I handle rough situations. I make a joke out of it. That's why I ended up being a comic, right? He's kind of doing the same thing. He's getting yeah. on his platform and he's saying, yo, 
This is how I deal with it. This is my my hilarious German comedy. Yeah, this <laughs> is my truth. <laughs> and I'm it's, it's sad, really. And I first of all, there's no joke. Uh, I'm just telling you what happened. Like, hey, Jermaine, where's the punchline? <laughs> my guy, there's a lot of setup and premise. <laughs> Maybe hit us with a tag, a button, do something, will you? Yeah. So, but he, this is how he handles it. Yeah. And here's the thing: you'll hear in the interview. And again, we're not we're not here to analyze the interview before you hear it. But I think what you'll hear is us trying to let him know we're here to have fun, but also let's soft step it. And the other thing is, I, I, no one's trying to get in this dude's face. <laughs> like, we all know what he's capable yeah, of. Trust me. Yeah, I was definitely intimidated. Uh, he I, is a tiny, wasted man, and I was so scared <laughs> of him. So th- the main thing is that I was concerned about, and I know when when talking to him, and, and my main concern was, you know, it, it, some of the stuff comes off as, and like, it, you know, you'll hear about it. Well, actually, no, you won't hear about it specifically in the interview. But the 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 groundwork is his. He caught his wife cheating on him, and then he started going on IG, kind of blasting her, and 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 getting doing these weird things, with almost like manipulating the kids to like well, first, choose sides and like weird stuff like that. I like, mean, yeah, some of that wasn't. You know, that's not for us to say whether. Yeah, it's exactly. his family, it just, so I yeah. don't care about that. But. But you're right. But I think the point is, is that the reason why it was so uh, intriguing to us is because he was claiming his wife cheated on him. Yeah. And then he claimed, oh, my bad. I may have jumped to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. And then immediately later discovered evidence of it. Sure. And then he started, you know, not threatening, but, you know, making, uh, you know, comments that, to suggest that he knew who it was. Uh, and, you yeah. know, all this allegedly, by the way. Uh, so we brought up that sort of roller coaster of it. And he was like, "Oh, if you want to open, you want to come inside. Just come in and relax." You know. So we were like, so, oh, "Okay." So the main the main reason I'm saying all of this to begin with is like I I was concerned to sort of get to know like is he is he really this like unstable dude? You know. And I'll be honest, like, and and I don't know what what how this will all end. But after talking to him, I will I can genuinely say I'm like he seems really sincere about the fact that he was hurt. So yeah, well, I mean, I think you could see that in the stories too. exactly, but, but even to the stories today, but, when talking, he's like, to, but talking to him in person, that, that, that was important f- for me to capture and really see that as opposed to being like, yo, is this too crazy? That's going to go attack his wife. You know yeah, what I mean? No, that, yeah. That's what I cross. That and that's was, the one thing that I think people will appreciate from the interview is that you can tell this isn't a vindictive human being. Yeah. This is someone who's like, how do I deal with this amount, immense amount of pain? Yes, uh, you know, and so and so that that is the only. Because dis- we're like, do you want to inflict an immense amount of pain, or do you want to deal? So that's the, kind of the disclaimer because th- this is like a, it is a serious subject, and I don't want to uh, lose sight on uh, on, on the possible like think these things go awry, especially when it comes to yeah. divorces, domestic di- disturbances. Or but hey, also, like that. dude, he's jumping on Instagram and making it messy. Exactly. Let's talk about exactly. it. <laughs> we're talking about guests. We're supposed to talk about messy. All right? <laughs> this okay. is my Lionel Messi. That's in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> this right. is my Lionel Messi right here. So you guys are gonna enjoy it. It's incredible. We still cannot believe it happened. All we want, all we want you to let you know is like, this is. It was a big deal that it even happened. Uh, thank you for everyone who helped us get to this point. To even, even for him to sit down, and even say yes is is 
wouldn't happen without your support and you listening to the show. This is all because of Gully Squad. Sure. And also the people who listen. All of us. All of our fans. But no, but like us being able to get out there and do those types of things. Uh, Huge. Huge honor for us. And if you wanted more stuff like this, if you, I don't know, you know someone who's getting messy on Instagram (laughs) and you want us to interview them, soccer player or not, you know, we'll, 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 we'll go, we'll go press up, uh, you know, a teenager. What you doing? Why you getting on Instagram like this one? If if this is something you're into, join Gully Squad. Exactly. So for more people that join, the better this is, exactly. and the more content like this we could do, and what a goddamn honor <laughs> this was. So, yeah, soccercooligans.com slash gully squad. So, uh, we'll get to that interview in a bit. Let's talk about a couple things going on. Uh, first, big news, this uh, this Friday, uh, this weekend, we're going to be in Dallas again uh, for the uh, the Independent Supporters Conference. Sprat. All right, so we're excited to be there. So if you guys, we talked about it a little bit before, maybe a couple episodes ago, but the Independent Supporters Conference is uh, exactly what it sounds like. Or is it the council? I think the I think this is the I think the it's conference the conference for the council. I, I that's my guess, but All right, it's confusing. one of those. So, I mean, it's one of the two. We're fifty fifty shot. So the 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 cool thing is uh, all the supporters from like uh, uh, you know all, all the presidents of the supporters of all the like MLS clubs. They'll come out to uh, a different city every year and organize and and, and trade ideas on like how how to be a supporter, how to do tifos, like and, right, yeah, tifo one hundred and one. Exactly, you know, yeah. like a couple seminars. You know, we went to the United Coaches. Couple breakdowns. United Soccer <laughs> Coaches Conference, and you know they were they were people giving seminars on hey you gotta right. do this and uh, right. uh, flares are they for us <laughs> <laughs> exactly you yeah. you need to have that class right absolutely but uh, you know for how me- to get Nazis out of your group <laughs> you know there's a lot of really important <laughs> breakdown sessions sure. yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I was like the, the professor is just an FC St Pauli fan <laughs> yeah well there's one way and there's two official ways is the left fist and the right fist end of breakdown more beer please I don't know what accent that was by the way <laughs> so. Uh, so I've heard uh, the people who've gone to it before. They they always say that it is. Uh, they usually leave very like inspired for like new ideas, and it is like a a good. Uh, it's like a almost like a this this TED Talk conference for. For soccer supporters. Right? Yeah, and I don't know that this happens in other countries. I mean, it would be bloodshed if it did, right? <laughs> sure. The Tottenham and Arsenal yeah, supporters yeah. just hanging out together. All right, come on, all right. <laughs> yeah. Stone Island. Are we still into it? <laughs> so, uh, the cool thing that we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing stand-up for these supporters. And this is just one, this is a, a dream come true for us. You know, we, we want to be doing stand-up for soccer fans. Uh, so, this is, you know, just like we did the World Cup Comedy Tour, uh, this is just a, another st- step in that. Yeah. Uh, in in that direction, so this is uh, we're just absolutely stoked. This is gonna be super super fun, and we can we can we're gonna have the opportunity to do jokes like even at the comedy shows that we did during the World Cup comedy tour, there were like not non soccer fans there occasionally. Yeah, so they were like they would laugh at the regular jokes, and then soccer jokes they'd be like, mm, I don't know what this is all. Well, about. you can hear the uh, the change in the room. Yeah. Like, I, I remember I made a reference in Chicago, like, something's on fire, and I go, come on, what is this, a Toronto FC match? Uh? Yeah. And, like, 90% of the room is laughing. You see one lady just, like, looking around, like, <laughs> the hell are y'all laughing at? <laughs> the hell is a TFC match? And I'm like, yeah, it's a reference. So uh, that, that'll that be, like, the luxury, that we can kind of make very specific jokes about a very 
specific nerdy thing that we're into. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're absolutely stoked about that. So and we cannot wait to get back to those breakfast tacos. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote we. Right? Yeah, the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, gonna be dope. So uh, next up, we always uh, show some love to the people who show love to the Cooligans on iTunes. We are trying to get to them 400 reviews. We're almost there. We're at 338. Help us move up. Help us move forward. So the uh, we should start doing like a giveaway for these, like the funniest review. Uh, you got like a sticker or something? Uh, sure, we we can. Yeah, but why not? We should do something. Leave like a that. funny, re- leave a super funny review, and just I don't know. Ask us for a sticker. <laughs> yeah, if we read it, hit us and up. And you want a sticker? If we read your review, hit us up. If you want a sticker, this was uh, one of my favorites. Uh, this happened on January sixteenth. This review was left, uh, and it said. Uh, uh, it's it's from addicted twenty twenty seven. So I don't know what he's addicted to. Hopefully, Us. hopefully it's the cooligans, right? Uh, and the subject says not for kids. Okay, so it's all five stars. So I think we know we sort of know where this is going, right? <laughs> this is <laughs> okay. If I had a, if I had a child, this is going to be my. This is a reason why I may have kids. Is the end of this review. So uh, addicted twenty twenty seven says I realized I couldn't listen in the car with my kids when my four year old started saying my guy and gully squad. Says <laughs> <laughs> great show. Definitely recommend. Just be careful who you listen with or. Uh, or you get a little ginger kid who sounds like Alexis Guerrero's. My wife is a redhead. That would be amazing. Just a little redhead running around going, hey, yo, this oatmeal is cold, my guy. So, uh, yes. It, I love it's not for kids. Five stars. I mean, is it? this doesn't necessarily suggest that it's not for kids. Like, if you want your, if you want your kid to turn out just like Alexis Guerrero's, which most people don't. I but- know. I would say uh, you, got, you got a unique one on your hands, okay? Okay, just keep in mind that the teen years are going to be difficult. <laughs> no, everybody, for everybody else, because your boy is going to be styling on them. Uh, so thank you so much, uh, Addicted2027. And this one, this is Key30XI. Okay. This is they quoted you in a review. That's right. The, so we the, know this. We know Keith. This yes. is uh, Keith Nas from mm-hmm. uh, for Columbus, a big, big Columbus crew fan, and he, and came, he came out to the came show. Out to the shows. Very very active on Twitter with us, which I love. Uh, soccer pod crash that somehow jams all you need in a tight space. Okay, which I just want to give you. You gave us five stars. I want to give you one mm, for that. <laughs> uh, sorry to the four year old redhead <laughs> listening to that. Uh, Christian Polanco, he quotes Christian Polanco as saying, honestly, if you want to hear us scold Alexi, meaning Alexi Lalas, for being so wrong, then this is the podcast for you. Okay, yeah. So, save the crew fans. Not big. <laughs> they're uh, they're a, uh, they want Alexi Lalas to be moved to Austin, you know? <laughs> they don't want, they wish pre-court on Fox Sports. Yeah, this is nice. It's almost like I wrote this review. This yeah, really, this was, this cool. is a nice one. So, Do again, I get a sticker? Give me a sticker. You want a sticker, bro? <laughs> all right, well, I think you have all of them anyway, so... <laughs> So, uh, Keith, thank you so much for, for the review. We appreciate it. Make sure you leave a review on iTunes. It helps more people hear about the show. So uh, feel free to do that right now If you uh, while you're listening to the show. While you're listening to the Jermaine Jones. Actually, don't do it while you listen to the Jermaine Jones interview because you got to focus on that thing. Yeah, no. That, Everywhere. You, you got to under, try to understand every German slash English word he says. Right. And he <laughs> spoke real low, so the audio may not be perfect, but you're going to get everywhere. You got to get it. So, uh, okay. So a couple things going on in American soccer. Uh, Atlanta in the news again because 
Uh, I think I think they might end up fielding eleven DPS this season. Uh, they they're allowed to. They're allowed yeah. to. They have, they, it's the Arthur they Blank voted. rules. Yeah, <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Blank voted himself. <laughs> uh, He's like, hey guys, you know what? We're gonna change this up a little bit. Um, right. Well, they have the owners' meetings, right? Okay. But this was the ballinest owners' meetings. He was the only one allowed in. Yeah. He did the little like the Captain Phillips, like I am the captain now. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> y'all have meeting. your owners' meeting. Uh, we in this other room. If you guys want to go to room one hundred three, we're having a meeting for owners that spend a grip, <laughs> uh, which I think I'm the only one going to. So y'all can just hang out here. I'll be right back and I'll tell you what we voted on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were getting uh, we were getting some stick from. Uh, from some fans, right? On uh, from Sporty Kansas City fan, I, I I'm gonna pull up her name. I think it was Leanne. Uh, yeah, but uh, it ended with Leanne offering to take me for burn ends. So <laughs> so that worked. Continue out. to give us but thick, no, but everybody. Like, on, on the episode, on our last episode with uh, with Alexi Lalas, we did mention how uh, we you know we were kind of frustrated or worried about NYCFC and what what like they were going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it is interesting because I didn't. It, it's not a thing. A thing. The last the last four years of NYCFC have been fairly. Entertaining slash successful, right? With, especially with with superstar players like like David Villa, uh, but then us sort of complaining about like, oh, we don't have a superstar yeah. World Cup winner. Bring us another scoring <laughs> leader of a country. <laughs> by us sort of by us complaining ab- about that. We've. I didn't even realize like how, how spoiled, spoiled we yeah. really sounded. <laughs> and uh, when you look at other MLS teams that don't spend the grip, right? Yeah. Uh, they're like Colorado Rockies <laughs> fans are just throwing their iPhone against the wall. The Rockies, yeah. The, Colorado, Colorado Rapids every time. <laughs> uh, Why would you pick another team with the R? I mean, look, the Colorado Rockies. I think have been relegated. Right? They've been relegated to the MLB. It's really quite a shame. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in AAA. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Yes, but Atlanta United did have their next designated player. And now uh, arrive at the airport, which is, again, dope to see. This is it's it's definitely so fun to see coming from American soccer fans that the waiting at the airport to, to for this South American, you know, for an Argentinian guy who doesn't speak a lick of the language. But he's so prepared for it. He just walked over, started signing autographs. I forgot, I think it was Jay Riddle who put the scarf on him. He just like, wait, he like knew it was coming. <laughs> like if you did that to an American soccer player, you'd be like, what are you doing? Oh, okay, it's a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool to see that from American soccer fans and also American soccer fans that are not you know they're not Latino, right? Like, yeah. You know, it's just like they're into the sport. They don't. They don't care if they can, if he the dude can't speak their language, but they know this is like customary, right? This is sort right. of what we do. Uh, I, and and uh, I, I like the. Uh, it was at five thirty a.m. Everybody knew the the flight. Everybody was like researching. Yo, when's he arriving? Asking different journalists in, in Argentina. So like, yo, this is dope. I just this like, is, it's a whole new world, and this <laughs> is why I get I get annoyed. People give us a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, us, yeah. the cooligans or us. They American give cooligans. No, they give cooligans uh, some problems because we talk. We were talking about Atlanta United a lot last year. Well, they played pretty well. Yeah. Okay, they won MLS Cup. Okay, um, and then they give Atlanta United fans a lot of issues because they're like, "Oh, you're you're new and you're this and you're too loud and you're annoying on Twitter." It's like, yo, how many of y'all waiting for your DPS at the airport? Sure. 
Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they like at some point, it's like, yo, we all have to look. I'm even as NYCFC fans, we're like, yo, no one's waiting. I mean, there's no DP coming. You know, there might be, <laughs> right? We ain't even got TSA at our airport. <laughs> but, but there's no, there's nobody coming for us. But like, how many people are waiting? How many supporters groups or supporters of ML, of other MLS teams are going to the airport and doing that for their their DPS? I'm not saying that Atlanta deserves all the credit in the world, or the fans deserve all the respect in the world. If you think they're new or they're doing something that's corny, you go ahead and tell them that's what the whole thing is about but it's like dog at some point we got to be like all right well they're doing some stuff we're not doing yeah and uh so atlanta did it fc dallas did it they had their i don't know if yeah. he's a designated player but his, his nickname is the cobra uh i i i'm like afraid to even try to pronounce his name it's it has too many like zederic zedenic Andrasic, I think that's. I mean, whatever, Cobra. But it has guy. it has all these like uh, you know li- like Croatian kind of. No, every every letter every got letter has a slash, slash going through it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dollar symbol. What are you? What is this? All right, Kesha. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's all confusing. Uh, but FC Dallas fans did it as well. It's it, again cool to see, especially when when it's not. We understand the Zlatans, right? Of right. course, you go to the airport. You want to see that giant man bun. Yeah. I mean, but that's also, there were people there that were in LA Galaxy fans. Yeah. They were just slots on fans. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like cool to see. But this, this nuance, this specific thing of like South American players, no one really knows in the US, but like the, the American soccer fan is getting much more informed. Yeah. They were watching Libertadores. They were like, yo, we know, all right. Yeah. Watching yeah, yeah. PT and everything like that. So uh, the, the interesting things when he arrived, he arrived at five thirty a.m. very early. That's wild early. All right, so crazy. People and by like, the way, I want everyone to know I would not do that. <laughs> as much as I'm telling you to go do it, I would never. Ton do of it. respect for yeah, it being yeah. there. I'm like, no way, I'm getting at five thirty a.m. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he got there like two, two in the afternoon, I'd okay. be cool. Yeah, all right. simple. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see what the trains is looking like. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll head over there. I mean, tell him to come tomorrow because the subway, <laughs> <laughs> the subway's acting up a little bit. But one thing that I was uh, kind of surprised by or taken aback by what, is that Pete Martinez is not very animated. I don't know if it was a 5.30 a.m. thing or and based on the, some responses uh, from South American journalists, they were saying that Pete Martinez, he's not very expressive. And he was every photo, every selfie is just like it, it might as well be a mugshot. He yeah. was just no, no smiles. Look like he had a miserable time. Yeah, he's no, uh, he's no uh, Al Marone. You know, no, 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 Al Marone no. smiles. <laughs> Al Marone would smile in a mugshot. <laughs> BD takes every picture like it is he's a mugshot. Like, he'd be in jail. Like I'm just happy to be here. I like, know. <laughs> Honestly, just I'm waiting for Newcastle to pay the bail. <laughs> so, uh, it w- so that was the interesting thing because because people took it as oh. Is he not happy that he's here or is something wrong? But no, nah, it's just the dude is just a robot. Yeah, he's all, gotta, all he knows is soccer and he is not about feeling feelings. Yeah, dude, he's out here to dish dimes, bro. <laughs> he ain't trying to smile in photos. So the next issue that, that leads to is that, again, you mentioned Miguel Amidon. He is still here. He is still in Atlanta training with Atlanta. Uh, we, there's only what? There's like what, a couple days left in, in the training in, in the transfer window. They're not going to get it. So it looks like they so they have to figure they have like twelve days like like twelve to fifteen days to figure out how they are going to either sell Amirong or get rid of one of their DPS. So the the suggestion is that Barco is going to go on loan. Yeah. Uh, so and now this is brought up to Atlanta United too. <laughs> and then they're just going to bring him right up. Look so, at that. Uh, yeah. 
pay his TAM down, pay yeah. the $15 million to TAM yeah. down. Yeah, we're going to have to trade a lot of players for TAM if we're going to pay down that 15 So now people are saying that the, and the, Paul Tenori was talking about this. I know uh, Doug uh, Roberson Robertson from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, right? Yeah, uh, AJC. Is AJC, the, right? Yeah. And they were saying that they, that they might end up in these next two weeks, they might end up changing the rules around so that Atlanta United can keep for their four designated players. And also this would also help LA Galaxy because they having they're having the Gio Dos Santos. So you know what they're well. gonna do? They're gonna make it where like you you have to you know you have to buy it from a team that's not using it. Okay. Like you can sell your designated player slot. Yeah. And since there's no no one keeps track of how much TAM you do or don't have, there's no there's no like website that lists it. MLS Soccer doesn't tell you. They could just be like, both teams paid half a million dollars in TAM to this other team. Atlanta United and LA Galaxy both paid half a million dollars to whatever Minnesota United and NYCFC for their for their DP uh, player yeah. slot for a one time reprieve or something like that, <laughs> and then they're guaranteed to win. Yeah, well, I'm like w- if you're one of these other teams that's got. That wait around for whatever this rule is, and then you do it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I th- there is the like n- the, a lot of this stuff now starts to become very, uh, you know, a little, you know, too like. Uh, it's like playing Sims. Yeah, it's just like finances and we like this is not the fun part about soccer and especially not about major league soccer. No, there's some people who think this is fun. But but Nerds. But, but this is worth kind of looking into. And, and not look, we're not we don't even claim to necessarily understand it, but in the next 2 weeks something is going to happen that is going to affect specifically both of these teams but also the league uh in in a big way so this might be like a little bit of a turning point for american soccer where they might mls might be like we're out of your fourth dp you know like in the next two something crazy might happen or or they or, or the teams will be forced to make huge financial decisions where they have to like buy out Gio Dos Santos or buy out Barco or something crazy like that. I don't think well, that, they're not going to buy out Barco. Yeah. But something interesting is really going to happen. That's really going to affect the the state of like American soccer. Uh, you know, at that that first division. So this is worth paying attention to. So, I kind of I kind of like the idea that it's almost like playing chicken with Don Garber. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like all right. They don't want me to. What are you gonna do, Donnie? Donnie, what are you gonna? You're gonna you're gonna really make Barco walk? Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna, he's a kid. You're gonna he's do that a to child. a teenager? You're gonna let him go outside like that? First of all, you know what happens when we're not watching him? He goes on Instagram. Okay, he starts DMing other people's girls. Okay, we need to keep a very close eye on the little baby boat. We gotta okay? pull a leash on a little baby boat. You know? What are you gonna do? You really want Gio DeSantos to just go nowhere? Is that what you want? You want him to walk onto a Mexican? team for free. <laughs> so something interesting uh, is going to happen. So th- it's worth paying attention to. So uh, I'm th- th- that is like the the drama of that is what is kind of exciting to me. I would love it if Don's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. There's no cap. <laughs> Promotion and relegation. I quit, baby. Go ahead. Do what you want. You get one of these and you get one of those. I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, F you. You're cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take the tam. Shove it up here. And they're like, Don. <laughs> you got to relax. <laughs> uh, so, so we'll see what happens. And we'll, uh, we'll uh, you know, keep you abreast. Uh, so, the next uh, thing we want to talk about uh, real quick was 
Matt Miazga. So if you remember Matt Miazga. Americans Abroad. Americans <laughs> Abroad, right? Uh, I like that broad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Miazga, right? So Matt Miazga, uh, center back, uh, you know, came through the Red Bull Academy, played for Red Bulls for a couple of years, uh, ended up being... Uh, sold to Chelsea, then been, then ended up being loaned to a couple different teams. He, his his current team is uh, Nantes at, um, at in in Ligue 1, uh, not having a great time there, not really not doing much, um, not getting many minutes. And when he does, um, not very people not very happy with his play. Also, it's just you know Ligue 1 is. Yeah, they, they, we saw a result from PSG against uh, I don't know even how to pronounce the it was G U I N G A M P. I don't even know how to pronounce Guinkamp or Guinka. I don't know how to say. Why it are we first. even trying? First of all, you're looking at me. <laughs> but they beat them nine nine nil uh, last uh, last weekend. So and the the jokes every time PSG crushes a team, it's like the the the. You just got to look at the the timeline, the Twitter timeline, because it's just a bunch of farmers. It's just farmer jokes. Like yeah, of they, course, <laughs> they're just playing against farmers, and that that's the the problem with Ligon, where it's just so top heavy, right? It's just like the the top. Three, I mean, PSG and the rest. It's it's like, um, you know, three MLS teams playing against, you know, like semi-pro teams, you know, or like it's... it's Yeah. And I get that there's really good players on each of those teams, but it's kind of rough. Yeah, so they have a, a, a bad time. You, so, got, you got Nice, Olympic Marseille, Monaco, PSG. So, yeah, it's... it's and then a bunch of guys who walked on. Yeah, there's not too, mu- too m- much of an expectation for for if you play in Ligue 1, nobody's like even if you're I mean outside of like Monaco like the, any other team nobody's really expecting you to win or 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 shit. well Marseille has a good team and Nice has a good team Nice Nice is not in Champions League no and but yeah, that's yeah, I mean they're, they're all right I mean yeah you know, uh, so the, the, all I'm saying is just the expectation is not super high but when an American goes there you would think they would kind of like be able to like keep up and I think he's having. Uh, problems that are just off the field issues and and like maybe coach issues like he I, but so the the reason we bring this up is because he had he was in the news again uh from for a much more uh much more off the field issue and right. and Nantes has has just aired out all the business Nantes Jermaine Jones did <laughs> You know, <laughs> they were like, yeah, I think Jermaine Jones called now. It's like, yo, you, you guys want to tone it down a little bit? Yeah, like, wow, <laughs> you get messy on, on the gram. <laughs> but not they uh, tweeted out that um, the, the translation is. Yes. They were talking about one of the players is blackmailing the team. Yeah. So I, and I don't think that's the. Um, and Benzema was like, say what now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the initial. um uh, like the, the the Twitter translation. Yeah, the the direct translation. I don't is know. Blackmail. blackmail is the right word to use. But it's almost it's almost like is is trying to finagle. So in other yeah. words, supposedly, mm-hmm. and I want to say I believe Miazga above all else. <laughs> Miazga's claiming Americans would never lie. No, never. Not not in France. <laughs> um, what are you going to trust the French? <laughs> so what happened last time that I don't really don't know, but all of you just thought of something in your brain. And then please tweet at us and tell us what it is you thought about when I said that. Um, apparently, he's been claiming to have a sore back, and maybe he's like, I, you know, maybe I should leave the team. <laughs> and then, they went and checked him, supposedly, and it turns out a couple exams, he doesn't have a sore back. And just to clarify, this was posted by uh, the official FC Nance Twitter account. They put that right on their Twitter account. They even t- 
tagged the homie in it. The admin was like, "I got you. <laughs> I'll let you know what he did. Yeah, and I'll, ma- I'll let I'll make sure he knows that I'll let you know what yeah. he did." This is the internet version of saying it to his face. <laughs> he tagged him in it. Tagged him right in it, and it says, uh, "Hit him with the at." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, at me next time. Yeah. Like, no, no. How about we just at you right now? No, we did. <laughs> Go in your notifications, bro. You're gonna see it. You'll see it in the mentions, and you'll see it in the all. <laughs> so, uh, so this is the translation quote. It says uh, the Twitter translation it says the blackmail I was talking about yesterday. So this is uh, Vahid. I don't know who this is. Vahid Halizojic. I don't know. Who Google that. that real quick. Uh, we'll see who that is. I'm sure I somebody somebody represents the club, either a reporter or maybe like a team doctor or something like that. So he goes, "Where's Tim to help us out?" <laughs> so he says uh, the blackmail I was talking about yesterday. Was about Matt, Matt Miazga. Uh, he assured me that he had a. Oh, sword. he's the manager. Oh, all right, even better. Yo, the manager. <laughs> the team <laughs> quoted the manager. Yo, he added him in the spin the, in the thing, and then they added him in the tweet. <laughs> so he says he assured me that he had a sore back, and after exams, however, there was a there was no problem. He just wanted to leave the club. So maybe. He used a little fib. No, there's no way to prove back injuries so, okay. via medical tests. So this is the interesting thing. Alexis, I've heard that uh, you this say this before. This is not a before. theory. This is a real thing. You've said this before, to, which leads me to believe you have been a part of uh, several insurance scams, right? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> hit him with the allegedly. Don't you dare add me on this damn podcast. <laughs> so apparently- All I'm saying is, for those of you uh, who may in the future- be in a fender bender, uh, just know that there's no way they can prove back and or head injuries via MRI. So hold your head <laughs> and hold your back, bro. <laughs> because it's going to hurt. I'm not telling you to lie. I'm just saying it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt so much more. <laughs> and if you have acting, any acting ability, it, it, could, it should really, really hurt. I think it helps. <laughs> I think it helps just a little bit. But there's no way to prove that he doesn't, unless he claimed he specifically had like a herniated disc or something. I don't know. I mean, but it's just just the fact. That- oh, I do. The, the thing is, sore back, and also I just well, read that the the that the manager is Bosnian. So of course he's of course he's talking messy like this. <laughs> so and Bosnians don't care. They're look, like, no, it, I'm gonna say your name. But my see, guy. this is the thing. If if there was a, a hernia or something serious, you know, there's HIPAA compliance would not allow him to talk about this publicly. So this would be a real issue. I think HIPAA is only the U.S. They don't have this in in Europe. Probably they, not. What doctors would just be like, "Yo, he got AIDS. In France, he got herpes." <laughs> nah, yo, be careful changing his water. I do got all types of herpes. I would imagine. I haven't told him yet, but at least three or four different types of herpes. I would hope that <laughs> the, these rules exist in other countries. I could be wrong, but <laughs> I would hope that that's the case. So we only got them now. What HIPAA complaints? Yeah, HIPAA laws are only what, like, two thousand five. Yeah. By the way, Tim, come <laughs> to the rescue. MRI and X-ray almost useless for back pain. I'm telling you, they can't prove it. Okay. All right. We're <laughs> we're learning. the doctor's like, yo, we don't see nothing. I don't care what you see. I'm in a lot of pain, and I, the only thing that's gonna help is a check. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's gonna help is me going back to the to yeah. my, my to my parent team. <laughs> oh, how am I gonna carry that bag of money out of here, out of this hospital, on the way back uh, to my to my former look, team? I, I don't tell you, my doctor's in Chelsea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so just uh, just I, we just love this kind of drama with the American soccer player, but he's not having a great time in Nantes. He's trying to get out of there. I don't know, you know, like you got to do what you got to do. There's, uh, you know, you got to do what's sort of best for your career, and you can't sort of blame him for that if he this is the strategy that he wants to use. I mean, this this didn't come from him. This came from his agent. Okay. Blame his agent? Unless this is the stuff they go over at Red Bull Academy. <laughs> All right. Is this the first class out there, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, uh, is this how uh, Josie moved <laughs> away out of Sunderland? You know? <laughs> hey, uh, might be useful. So, uh, fascinating for me. And la- last thing we want to talk about uh, uh, before we get to the, the interview of all interviews uh, with Jermaine Jones is uh, w- let's talk about the Chicago Fire a little bit, right? First of all, let's uh, give uh, a shout out to our dear friend, Nicole Hack, who was just elected chair of Section 8, which is the supporters group. Congrats. Uh, round of applause for her. Round of applause. She's a dear friend. Every Nicole time, Hack. every time uh, she was a vice chair. And, uh, you know, when we, I think when we met her and uh, every time we've been to Chicago, she's been incredibly supportive and helpful and just helping us navigate and understand kind of like the soccer landscape of Chicago. So uh, she's always been uh, just absolutely awesome to us. And uh, so, and congratulations. Sir. Like this is a, a big uh, move and big, uh, big news. Uh, mainly the added bonus. It was, it's, she's the first uh, female uh, chairwoman uh, for, for section eight Chicago. So that's, that's like, huge. Uh, a really cool thing. Uh, and we can't we can't stress enough just how involved she is in the soccer community in Chicago and how she's she's there pushing people into, you know, doing more and, and she's corralling people around and I, she wants to honor some of the fans like, you know, Matt Javier. She was one of the first ones to tell us about Matt Javier. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, that interview was because of her and, and really cares about the Chicago fire and and, she, and the soccer community in, in Chicago as well. Like yeah, even, and, but I would I, I add this, like, as we've been doing this show, we've gotten to meet kind of like those people that are like kind of these like pillars of their community, their their soccer community. And, and it's definitely the cooligans of their community, if you will. Okay, sure. (laughs) Exactly. If you will. And I will, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's made me more connected to soccer, to American soccer to begin with meeting people like this that are so passionate about their clubs and, and, and passionate about the, the, just the soccer community. Yeah. And they've gone from, you know, listener to friend, you know, exactly. There's been so much that we've reached out to Nicole for help with when it comes to planning events in Chicago or, or getting around Chicago or, you know, whether it's, you know, the, 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 the meetup that total soccer show and us did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, Or we, I should say, instead of us, um, the the show that we did for Walk Up Comedy Tour and making sure that there were representatives of uh, the supporters and some of the the Red Star supporters there. Uh, you know, Nicole Hack is almost our fixer in Chicago. Sure. You know, our, our Jay Riddle in Chicago. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, there's there's people like that that are becoming more and more apparent for us in each of those markets. And for her to reach to this level and to do something that no one before her has done is absolutely awesome. Yeah. So we're very proud of you, Nicole. Uh, so let's, let's honored to have you as a friend and a fan. Exactly. Exactly. So the 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 so what I want to talk about with Chicago just um, basically because w- while we were in Chicago we got to talk to a lot of fire fans about what's going on in Section Eight in particular, um, dealing with you know Section One Hundred One and the drama with Sector Latino and like uh, if you don't know basically the Chicago Fire chose to uh, they they were issues w- and whether there are 
you know, we, we're not certain exactly what happened. There's there's currently a, a there's, a, there's a legal issue that's kind of ha- there's it, it, there's a lot. There's, there's a lo- so many layers to what's going there's on. There's a lot, there. but it, so we'll try to talk about uh, and make some sense of what we what we know based on what we were told and, and conversations that that we've had. And again, this is only stuff we've been told. And we're not none of this is a hundred percent factual that yeah. we know for sure. But so if this upsets anyone or if someone's like, "No, nah, you're wrong," we're just trying to let you know to the best of our knowledge what's happened. Yeah, and really just to shine a light and just kind of so more people from other you know other fan bases kind of understand what's going on and right. and 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 a little bit for you know again it's like like what was going on with Columbus right where when the team was being threatened to to move everybody was like hey everybody should care about this cuz this could happen to your club and what happened to Chicago Fire uh the their supporters that is a whole section uh, they got banned, like uh, just a whole yeah. complete section. What if the what if your team didn't move? They just didn't <laughs> allow anyone to go. Yeah. So the basically from from uh, what I've read in um uh, in the athletic, there was a, an article kind of shining light about about the uh, a fan of a Chicago Fire fan is suing the Chicago Fire uh, because of uh, basically the a misrepresentation of what like it was like a. It was like a basically like a scuffle or a fight with someone in security, and that person was banned for that reason. And then when there there was no uh, there was no footage uh, to corroborate the Chicago Fire like side that, that right. there's no real reason to ban this person. And even though there was there wasn't that evidence, they still didn't rescind the ban uh, for for that person. So. Right. And this has happened in other countries. Uh, you know, there there's a famous Copa 90, uh, you know, a doc that Ellie Menjum did on uh, the Western Sydney Wanderers who did the same thing. They banned them for like gang like um, activities. And the rest of the fans are like, whoa, what are you talking about? We didn't do any of that. Yeah. yeah those are three people. You ban them. That's cool. The rest of us should have our day in like uh, are able to say something. And the thing is, is that, yeah, it may seem as simple as, well, if, you know, they should have stopped. These are still people who've put their blood, sweat, and tears and money into being Chicago Fire fans. And if we're being honest, at a time when they could use the fans. Yeah. And I get the the weight of having the pressure of or being the responsibility, you know, having the responsibility of making sure that everyone is okay at the stadium. And we take that very serious. And yeah, there shouldn't there shouldn't be any violence. And and you know, we heard some fans were running around trying to fight. That's stupid. Those are the fans that should be banned. But everyone else who sits in that section who it's not upon them to police their own section, right? And and to some degree they do do that, but that they're not security. That's not their job is to yeah, put their yeah. life on the line to try to stop someone else from fighting. And if this gentleman is claiming, look, he's suing just to be able to say his piece. Yeah. At the end of the day, his piece should be, he should be able to say his piece without having to get a lawyer. Yeah. So it's based on the conversation we've had uh, with a lot of people, the the Chicago fire supporters, it's kind of like crazy that it's gotten this far where there's this, there's like this standoff between the Chicago fire front office and, uh, and, and, the Section A supporters and ba- uh, look, I don't want to get into like the uh, you know the the gossip per se. I mean, we we've, we've been told things. I, I was I had a, co- a long conversation with someone and I was told things and I don't. I, I we can't, both have. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, we were in in the many times we've been in Chicago. People will tell. I can't, us so I don't want to speculate about taking side. It's not even about taking side. Just as a as a fan of the sport, it's just like ridiculous. How long are you gonna ban an entire section? Like yeah. what what could they have done that collectively everyone must be banned? Right? It's, and 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 this happens in 
uh, in Europe, right? I mean, uh, in Italy, how many times there's racism and then they do closed door games, right? So you understand that it can happen. At least racism you can understand. Like you that's, gotta, it's obvious. Everyone I, knows what happened. This is still there's so much mystery yeah. still to all of but, this. And there's there is a different like that when things like that happen. It's usually like the federation that's like, hey, you guys didn't control this, so. To teach a lesson to everybody, to to help improve uh, uh, just the, the, that game day experience, everyone will be punished. Now, but that's not banned for life. That's for the next game. No one's allowed to go. This exactly. Is- so th- this is becoming. It almost. It almost seems like it's contentious, but it almost it's bordering on getting personal. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's like how much are you going to punish? The, the this section or these supporters specifically like what based on the things that i've heard i'm like what could they they didn't really do anything that warrants a like what it ended up being like a 10 15 game like ban or something like that where like the i you know the nelson rodriguez right from the 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 president and um uh, of chicago fire kind of doesn't want to make doesn't really want to budge on on things that he believes in and section eight doesn't want to do that as well, which, which you kind of understand, but based on the, the, the conflict that I'm seeing, I'm like from F- Chicago fireside, I'm like, there's m- how, like, what is the benefit of banning these fans? It's, it's less money. There's less fans there. Right. Especially the fans that are like providing that game, the experience, the chant, the drums, like all that stuff. Like what, what I, I just, I frankly don't understand the benefit of this. Look, I get the, Initial reaction, the gut reaction of being like, you know what? That fine. If we've had problems with them, the whole section's banned. I get that as a way to make a statement, but I would say then follow that up with, yo, let's meet with the heads of that of that of that section and say, all right, we want to bring most of you guys back, but here's what we need. I get that as a show you, remind you, we have all the power. We're going to ban you, but to not even listen to the fans that didn't do anything wrong. To not now start some type of conversation for the next season. You know what I mean? I understand how some teams will be like, you know what, then fine. The whole section's banned. Not how I would handle it, but I get it. You have the power. That's within your right. Yeah. But now you have all these groups of people who are like, wait a minute. We didn't do anything. Yeah. And we, we simply want to tell you that. Yeah. And, and now what what I sensed is that the the problem is is becoming more you know how when you have an argument you say argue with your wife or something mm-hmm. and you you arguing about something but then you say something a certain way in the argument and oh then boy. the argument becomes about well why are you talking to me like that well let's talk about this out because you know this happens to me all the time so <laughs> <laughs> i get told i come across too aggressive or, or too abrasive sometimes <laughs> whatever you ask me my opinion i'm telling you no it's true it's like now there's other stuff that keeps adding to it yes. and and you know but this is all because because no one's willing to listen to the fans. Yeah. So the fans are now trying to get attention somehow. Yeah. Some are acting immature. One dude went out and hired, put a lawyer <laughs> on retainer. I, it's, the fact that it's gotten this far, it's just like, yo, this is, what, what, what's crazy is that- You this, should be even trying to get the lawyer to come to the games. No one's <laughs> going to the games. What What's crazy is that this lawsuit doesn't happen if the Chicago Fire probably just apologize, you know, and just be like, all right, look, we got- Or have some type of protocol. Yo, even the Red Bulls did that town hall. Remember that town hall thing they did a couple years ago when the fans were furious and it was like fine and it was like 
they brought, I think it was Ali Curtis, uh, Louis Robles, and like, um, I forget who. I think it was maybe the new coach, Jesse Marsh, back then. Okay. And the three of them sat there as like the fans were just like booing and shouting at them. And Robles was like, why did y'all invite me to this? Like, <laughs> like, that was a moment that everyone made fun of them for. And look at how, sort of, look at the change that's happened since then. Yeah. You know, look at how much more unified that fan base is now. Why wouldn't they, there should be a, a, ba- a follow-up to banning the section. Yeah, of course. Yeah, It should, should be yeah. like, all right, you see what we can do if you guys act up? Now let's sit down and talk about what's going to happen next. No one's doing that. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't want to say no one. To, like, there, there's conversations. They're just not moving forward very well because both sides are not, like, anywhere close to any, uh, uh, any like, middle ground. Well, somebody's got to shit or get off the pot at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Look, but hopefully the, the new, uh, you know, order... Of uh of uh section eight yeah uh, maybe they, they can add a different like um just a, a different light to it maybe uh, get get through to Chicago Fire front office in, in a in a better way so but you know best of luck to them so uh, and like Tim just sent us the Chicago Fire attendance has been going down um steadily yeah went from sixteen thousand to fourteen thousand I mean you know so, it went up in twenty seventeen when they got uh Bastion okay. Uh, so best of luck. More like band Shin. Am I right, everybody? All right. Oh boy, there it is. Man, just we were doing. Tim's laughing. We were doing. So I don't want to hear anything. We were doing pretty well for a while. <laughs> and then <it> re- <laughs> All right. So let's. On that note, let's uh, let's write this ship and get to our second segment. Uh, we will be talking to Jermaine Jones. This happened at uh, the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Chicago uh, at McCormick Place. Uh, in the just, it's just insane. Just thank thank you. Before we even play, thank you so much for being a fan of the Cooligans. This is like a dream come true. Not only it really uh, is. Not only do we get to joke around and be just dummies and whatever, uh, but we and get you're to, here for it, which uh, is insane. <laughs> just we great. would do this whether you were here or not. But the fact that you're here for but it the, means the world. To on us. top of the fact that we get to speak to soccer, I mean, he's a U.S. men's national team legend, man, MLS legend. Just like the fact that that got to happen is uh, like just a dream come true for us. So that that is there. You'll hear it in our voices talking to him, how excited we are. Uh, It it was an honor. And here's the thing. I want to caution the fans. This is not an opportunity to troll him online. It was it was it was a big deal that he was able to talk to us and that he was willing to talk to us in the way he did and open up. And you know, look, if this is Jermaine Jones day, I would love for him to do an interview with us every year. (laughs) We got to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, We need more people like him in American soccer. We need more people like him, uh, you know, just in the sport of soccer in general. (laughs) And uh, we want to interview them. So if someone else is going to start talking some, some wild talk, (laughs) please remember the Cooligans are want to want to put microphones in your face while you do it. (laughs) All right. uh, So we'll be right back with our interview with Jermaine Jones. Finally here. Right after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Cooligans. We just want to give a word from one of our sponsors, us, and our YouTube channel. That's right. We are doing. We have a lot of footage that we're editing through now. We have so much amazing, amazing content for you, and it's going to all be on our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, YouTube.com slash Soccer Cooligans. Uh, just coming up uh, this Friday, it'll be up. The the video with Maxi Hruti where, where... He shows us how to make mate. shows us how to make mate. 
So, and we show him how to drink mate the right way. You know what I mean? Because we wild gully. So, uh, but also, we if you want to you want to see the video of the interview you're about to hear. Exactly. That's going to be on our YouTube channel. Yeah, and that'll be up right now. So you're listening. If you want to listen to it, uh, you can watch it on YouTube as well. So that'll be an option just so you can see the fear in our eyes. Uh, so, feel, so feel free to do that. So YouTube.com slash Soccer Cooligans. Yeah, baby, we're back. Yes. Oh my God, we did it! I'm not only excited, I'm insanely nervous. This no, is because yo, if we fuck up, he's gonna two foot us. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it. Uh, this is this is. I mean, you look. You clicked on it, so you know exactly what's about to happen. This is the interview we've begged for. We had no way of getting in contact with this person. I was in the middle of a serious conversation, and I saw dreads in my peripheral, and I turned, and I saw this man, and I ran right up to him and said, please. Are you talking about Neymar? Yes. No, these are real dreads. This man earned them. He didn't just go to a hair shop in Atlanta. This is... This is the greatest day in, in Cooligan's <laughs> history, unless you're driving. And you know what? If you are, seriously, sell your car right now and put your hands together for the one, the only, Jermaine Jones, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was a good one. Enough of an intro there for you? Uh, Jermaine Jones. There's so much. There's There's, so, we don't even know where to start. We don't even know where to begin. It's not like we, it, it, this wasn't like one of those things where we could prepare for this. No. Yeah. Uh, but we're happy it's happening. So first much of like all, when you go on Instagram Live. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes, right? You, know, you just you don't have need to prepare. Don't prepare. Just hit it out and see what comes just up. Just turn it on. First, By the way, we have to confess. So you once went on Instagram Live and you made uh, some comments about the differences between some of the players you grew up uh, around and some American players, yeah. right? Um, and you put that on Instagram Live because you're like, that's cool, it'll live there. Yeah. And then only the people that follow me see it. And then what Christian and I did was we started Googling and found a way to rip that off the internet <laughs> and put it on YouTube because we wanted the world to hear what you had to say. We don't necessarily agree 100% with what you said, but just the fact that you had, and this is a term from where we're from, the balls <laughs> to say exactly how you feel. Did you, in the background, if you could talk about it, did you get any backlash from that? Of course there's backlash, but you know what? I don't care about it, you know? I'm, I'm straight up. Um, I, uh, when I have something to say, I say it, you know? And that's my, I have the rights to say what I want. And at the end, it's like, it's always like, it's always good and a bad, right? But still, people will talk about it. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. You know, it's everybody has a different outcome how you want to see it. But I put something out and you will look at it and you start talking about it. And yes. that's what I want. I want to create something that people start thinking about the sport more. That this man is just only good or bad, you know. But we have to start more focusing on maybe criticizing sometimes sometimes uh, saying like he's an amazing player but it's not always like nice 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 that's not how it is you know and, and I know what I'm talking while I've been there and, <laughs> and people my, some been never on the other side you know to Europe they don't know how it is like if you play a bad game that you get criticized the whole week till you have the chance to, yeah, yeah. to change that game you know and that's to be honest, I don't care. I go out there and I say it. And if you do it on video on YouTube, I love it. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, you're not having So, a, comparing that kind of uh, just the, the mentality and and just the way the, the media treats American soccer players. You you played in Europe. You played in, in Germany, in England, in in the U.S. What is the the thing that you wish that you could bring from the culture of European soccer, European football, to the U.S.? Um. I would definitely bring back that, you know what I have, my problem in America is that we have an issue with 
criticizing. You know, if somebody criticizes you, we taking it personal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not personal. It's like the coach maybe he's like angry why you're not playing good. The fan is angry why you're not playing good. You know, it's like take it in. Okay, that's his mind. That's his what he's thinking about it. He's a fan. He comes to the game. He pays for it. He wants to see you prefer. You yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So if he criticizes it, you take it. Don't take it personal. You know, just change the game try to play better and, and do it and, and in Germany it's completely opposite what I said before if you play bad you get smashed yeah sure yeah smash you and, a, and in German it sounds even worse yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds exactly. very angry yeah, exactly. yeah German yelling is rough exactly. <laughs> it's hard on the ears yeah. uh, let me ask you a question you have uh, you have three children five five, five children chill, dude five. I've been married 12 years and I have no kids every time my wife says baby I leave the room <laughs> if I'm not there you can't have one but But you know what? That means like I have five and I'm divorced. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you got five. Yeah. But I'm just afraid of the children. I don't care about the divorce. I love you, baby girl. But let me ask you a question. Um, you, how many sons? Three. Three. Your oldest, his name? Keanu. Keanu. Let's say Keanu is about to get bought by Real Madrid. Let's not even go Real Madrid. Let's say Real Betis. Yeah. It's a big moment. Yeah. Right? And let's say he comes to you. And he says, you know what, Dad? I don't think I want to go. Because I just got this dog. <laughs> as a I parent. I know. As a parent. I know where he's going. What would you say to this child? What would you say? I mean, I mean you know, would you get this fucking dog out of here? What would you say? Honestly, what would you say to your son in that moment? I would definitely have like a one-one talk with him. Yeah. Close the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and Keanu. Exactly. Why don't y'all go watch TV? And then it's like that. There's two chances. Like he gets tackled or he goes on himself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how it is. You That's know? how we discipline yeah. in the Jones household. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it up in the Jones house. Yeah, exactly. They know how it goes. You know. No, it's like. When you have that opportunity, come on, be honest. Like yeah, you yeah. have to go, and, and I know where you're going to. It's like Jordan Morris, and yeah. Sorry, you can buy a dog, and you can have the dog wherever you go. You know, so, <laughs> bro, there's dogs everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. why why you have to have the dog in Seattle? You know. So it's. I think what I think what the reason why we were so attracted to it. So if you don't listen. He's Dominican by culture. I'm Cuban by culture. Those are two countries that don't play soccer. We didn't get a chance to play soccer growing up because there's a lot of, you have to pay for a lot of it and stuff. Yeah. I couldn't afford it. I grew up in the hood. He grew up in the hood. I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. He grew up in Brooklyn. Like, we just didn't have access to that. My mom worked five jobs. I didn't have access to be a good soccer player. And you could look at me and know I wasn't going to be anyway. But when you look at some of these players that are now having chances, imagine Kristen Pulisic didn't want to leave Pennsylvania. We look at that and we just... We're like, why isn't anyone saying anything? And then you come along and say it. And, you know, you mentioned divorce before. You're very honest across the board on social media. And just anytime anyone asks you a question, which is why we love having you on or having you on here. What makes you want to be the guy that says it? It's not. I don't think that's something that I want to be. You know, I think it's like that's my personality. You know, like you guys had Alexi Lalas before. Like yeah, he's yeah. the same kind. Like he. He says that what he's thinking, you know, and then and it's the same like me. Like, I don't I don't shy away from from saying stuff if I know that's the truth for me, right? And most of the time when I say it, in the first point, people be like, "Oh, damn, shit, what is he talking? Shut off your Instagram," you know? Yeah. But then if you keep going and wait on a month or two months, people come back and say, "Man, you were uh, right, you were right," you know? And because you're just being honest. Yeah, I'm being honest. Like, and this is like most of the time, like where we live, especially in America, is like. 
honestly, like everyone want to be nice, you know? Everyone have the, the easy way. Like, this is why we have the problem sending kids in a young age go overseas, but they have it easy here. Yeah. They're already like, oh, I'm professional already. I'm playing MLS now. I'm home. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. But no, over there, if you have the chance to go, of course you have to battle. Like, there's people from over the world. It's not only American kids, like, world, from everywhere. Yeah. And they want to have your spot. So yeah, you yeah. have to battle and you have to be man enough. If you don't man enough, yeah, you go home while you feel like homesick and everything. And then, but it's like, for me, it's like, it's just like an experience just to, for your own growth to go there and do it, you know? Like, that's, I don't, I don't get it. Like, if I hear somebody's like, you have the chance to play the highest leagues and you say no, then I don't think you have the fire really. Even know? just for the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But take the money <laughs> away. Like, the money, of course, is way 100% more than he had here. But, yeah. but take the money away and say, like, if you have the chance, you want to be, you started playing soccer, but you said, I want to be professional one day. I want to play highest level. I want to play Champions yeah. League. I want to play it against the best, right. right? And then you say, now I'm here, but now I want to go back where I get a dog and I can be with my girlfriend. And yeah. I'm like, man, the best part is like three months later, he broke up with his girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't oh, even know that. Damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. What, like a, a, side note, what a crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he could have got that bag in Germany, man. <laughs> so... Uh, the the one thing that's the, the reason this is even more fascinating is it's not just because you're saying it, but it's because it's you in particular. You are, uh, you know, a, a, a decorated player. Uh, amazing moments for the U.S. men's national team. Oh, yo, that goal against Portugal! Portugal my God. One of the best days of my I life. Just, I just dabbed Jermaine Jones, everybody. <laughs> that was one of the best days ever. But the like the one thing that's like noticeable is that it's. We don't really have, like, current players, I feel like, don't talk about U.S. soccer that way. They don't talk about the landscape of American soccer. Like, the, the, the players that get through and then and, and get to the point when they're on the men's national team, there's never that point where, like, hey, look, this is what they could have done differently to, to kind of maybe welcome more people. It's because nobody wants to rock the boat? Do you think that's it? This is what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people are really scared, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, if you talk out... It is not always everybody accepted, you know? There's an opposite side, too. They say, okay, maybe be careful. We don't want to have him on board. Why he's He can go crazy, you know? But as, like, for myself, I just can say, like, I, I've always been like that, and, and I will never change, but I think it's so good, and it helps us as a country to grow, you know? So when we, when we get the chance to make it, like, bring kids in, like, with what I do, like, saying honestly and seeing what I see, and then, yeah been to different situations and know what it is I can help kids coming up right now right? I, I talk right now with Christian Politic I talk with McKinney with all the kids who are overseas and I, I tell them if you guys need something call me if you're homesick call me you need yeah, yeah. if you want to go out there let me know I've been there I know where it is you know and, and that helps you know but of course there's now it's like the, the new generation of, of soccer is different than back in the days. I'll give you an example. When I came up, the guys were drinking beer, smoking cigarettes. Like, you went to the jacuzzis, like, they were sitting there. Like, yeah, now, yeah. people, you, you tell, like, you want a beer? They're like, no, man. I have I'm a kale drinking. smoothie. Yeah, You're like, like, what? Everybody's going, like, complete opposite. Like, in that... The personality change, like you don't see like real men anymore. It's like more like young kids, you know. Okay, okay, sure. Well, that that's interesting because some people might be offended that you're even saying that. That it's like that it, it, to some degree from from a health perspective, right? It, it would be better for them not to smoke cigarettes oh, and drink beer. A cigarette, but a beer. Yeah, but I'm beer saying, is good like, for you. you but know? I'm saying in, in, there's food saying, in beer. What I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is. But the point is like why I'm saying it is like 
you had back in the days, you had maybe one or two like real young guys in the team, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Most of the guys were like men already. More like, seasoned, yeah, more yeah, veteran. Yeah, yeah. They just saw already the life and everything. Now you go into a team, most of the teams like the oldest guy is maybe 30 and then you're talking already like you're too old, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Back in the days were like 29 to 31 was like, they say like your best soccer age. Okay, you yeah, know? That's, and, that's interesting. And that's like, this is what the, that's the stuff what changed right now, but yeah. <laughs> things change. Things move. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely Im- Im- improved. You know? How about you? This is something I think the American fan doesn't know. We know you and we love you, but we don't know a little bit about you. Like, where are you from in Germany? Like, how did you come up? Yeah, I, I grew up in Frankfurt. And um, I grew up kind of, you can say, the ghetto in Germany. Yeah. And um, a lot of immigrate-like people. And, um, but Was I, it hard for you to be someone who's black in Germany? No, to be honest, I had never that problem. The issue where we lived when was just you had guys who were criminal, you know, that did stuff. And, like, yeah. of course, you, you hang out with them and you, you get, like, a name, you know. Like, the whole city, the area was, like, named for, like, like a like a problem area and stuff like that. Yeah. But for myself, I loved it. And um, in all my friends, we always played soccer there. We enjoyed the game in there, you know. So, and, and, and that's my background. Then I came back to the States, stayed here for seven years in Mississippi. Okay. And um, and then after that... That my, is a complete culture shock, Mississippi <laughs> from yeah. Germany, no? <laughs> you I can't know. hear the eye rolling yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. Kind of. Yeah, but then, then my mom and dad got split, right? And then... I went back with my mom and my dad stayed here and I go back and, and from there it's like, yeah, move on and, and did my stuff. Okay. Yeah. What if, do you think, because one of the things that we're both from, quote unquote, the hood, you know, Newark, New Jersey, rough city, Brooklyn, rough city. And one of the things we noticed growing up is that none of the players really looked or sounded like us. You know, a lot of them came from much more privileged backgrounds. Do you think you played differently because it was harder for you? I, I, I would say this, I appreciate it a lot more. Right? I knew from where I came, I don't want to go back, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I knew I had the chance, the possibility with that, what I did, to take my whole family away from there. You right. Know? So, and, and, and then, of course, I crossed uh, paths with guys who had more talent than me, but I always had a mindset like, Break their leg during the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jermaine Jones. I'm going to break your leg during the no, game. It's like, <laughs> to be honest, like I just wanted to not go back where I come from, and yeah. I I knew if he's coming now for my spot, he's maybe talent more. Yeah. But if I give everything, you know, let it happen, I can move on. And then it, it started like that in the youths, and then from there I went with the same mentality till I made it professional over all my career. You know, that's so dope. And, and that's that's how I see it. Like the the issue what you have, especially in America, is that you pay for soccer, right? Yeah. So then you're losing all the the, the, the kids from the ghettos and like yeah, the, yeah. The, the harder That's areas, right? That's why we didn't play. Exactly. And in Germany, it's a different. In Germany, you don't have to pay. Everybody can play. Right. You know, so you get, like the same in Brazil, you find so many people from the favelas, from the ghettos, but they don't have to pay. And you find there, most of the time, the real quality, right? Like right. you yeah, find yeah. guys where you like row diamonds, like in their shine, you know? But it's like tough. But I think that's the next step what we need in America that you... Stop paying for like playing soccer, you know? Yeah, I can, I can imagine for, for people that are not from here and then they see the system that we have in place and they're like, how in the world, why would you, like the idea of even paying to we play? We pay so much money in, in soccer in the youth. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's like, how do you get someone who's get, making money off of it to stop doing it? It's difficult. How do you convince them to give away that money? It's hard. I can't imagine how you're going to do it, but we would love for the pay to play system to stop. Yeah. If you, if you ran an academy or a team what are some of the things that you think you would do differently than what you see being done now besides the pay structure obviously um 
I would definitely trying to see that I'm that I'm focusing on how they're running academies in overseas, you right? And um, I had like uh, with the with the, the club where I've been to with the Real Sokar, I had conversations with them where I said like the youth the youth systems have to be like stronger in like more players, right? So that more battle and, and then what you have in Europe is like you have a B1 and a B2. So it means like in a B in a B2 is like the the younger ones but they're playing already in the kind of same level like the B1, the older ones who go out, right? Yeah, yeah. So like it's, when like a U12 plays against a U16? Yeah, like you can yeah. use the younger ones already. They're playing against older guys, you yeah. know? And, and it's just like stuff where, where you have to see how you can improve it that you get like the younger guys. Wait, if you look, America for me is always, we have the best athletes. Yeah. Right? This is why you have football players, basketball. Yeah. You have so many, right? Now you have to find them in soccer too and you have to build them in the young age that they're, in that, like from we say like six, seven up to 14, 15, 16, that you can say now he's ready with sixteen already. I can throw him into a MLS or somewhere or Bundesliga and let him play, and he yeah, be yeah. ready. You know, yeah. That's something where that English that comes from all academies. But then we have to be careful. We America is this when you can make money. Now everybody creates an academy. Okay, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. has like his own thing. Oh, I was a dad, but now I'm a coach. You know? Like, uh, yeah, there's like a business model now. Yeah, exactly. And, and then everybody's off. making money while you have to pay, so they make money with it. And this is the danger, what you said. Yeah. How are you taking this away? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know? if someone's giving me money, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there, there even seems to be now a, a, a couple more uh, kids that have the opportunity to go to an MLS academy and sign with one, and, and they're just skipping it and they're just going right to Bundesliga, right? Yeah. We've seen that a, a couple times. And maybe it's just if you have to pick between the two, it seems like the more, even the more cutthroat environment of taking the risk and going to Germany, even then, as a kid. But then you then you go back to this, what we had before, right? With the, with When we say like, like the kids you see most of the time, where, where, where country they come from? They come from like Hispanic background Latin, and stuff. Latin American yeah. countries yeah. like us, yeah. So they're like, they're having this whole like, soccer, that's my life. I can yeah, come yeah. out of it, you know. It's I a have different a job. passion. Yeah. Yeah. I took care of my family, so I, I can stay in MLS or I go there, I go for the big shot. Exactly, you know? right. that makes sense. That's like this, this, this inner inside of them, they have this desire to go, you know. How come you don't become a scout? Me? Yeah, you should. Nah, I'm, you think I'm talking to him? He doesn't want it. I'm talking to you. Yeah, Jermaine Jones, the professional soccer player. Uh, yeah, why don't you become a scout or something? I feel like I, there was talk of you having a radio show. Yeah. yeah. I had, I had, oh my yes. God, the world needs that. I had it. I had it. And why? With the, so that, and why that stop? Hey, we. I had it with in, in, in LA with DJ uh, Ski. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it, it was a lot of fun, but it was so much work to do. You know, and yeah. Um, and then I still, Bro, I, I you, love it. You it's ran fun. six miles a game <laughs> and sitting and talking on the microphone is a lot of work for you. Yeah. Look but you at know, you, you got abs, bro. Yeah. But for me, the point is like what I like then too is like I can do this, yeah, right? Have yeah. my own show. But then I love it to do the, my own show on my Instagram, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Right, you know? yeah. And, that's the, and that's the thing. So you, you are very like one of the few uh, uh, American soccer stars that is incredible you're as like open and honest about your entire life the good yeah. and the bad right yeah, it's and, the best and, and how so I, 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 maybe this is a, a question might be too personal I, you, you don't even have to answer it but I'm, I'm curious like go ahead how are how are you doing emotionally and how do you feel about your life going forward and with family uh, the marriage, divorce. Are you good? Are you, you okay? Need a hug from us because we, 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 we will happy. be, <laughs> we'll be happy to look. I'm very squeezably <laughs> squeeze <soft. laughs> All right, all right, Jermaine. <laughs> How no. are you doing? No, I'm, I'll be honest. Like you, you know, everyone knows. Like you've been, a, you're, you're in a married. Yeah, you, you gotta, I'm not yeah, married. But okay. I've been long-term long relationship. Yeah. yeah. So 
you know, if like, there's times like private stuff where you don't want to talk, you know, then on social media I say stuff, you know, we going back and forth like how it is like in normal relationships. And no, 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 bro, you put it all out you there. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you put laundry out there, my guy. Man. You put it all out there. I, I, I'll be honest, like, I, I say it, I put it out, yeah. yeah. I put it out, you know. We have and, a group chat, everyone's like, hurry up, get on the page. You are like, <laughs> you, are our, you are our spiritual leader. You have no idea. We're just like, what the, did you, did you see what he posted? Yeah. What is he doing? Why did he, we try to like uh, break down like what was he thinking why, then, why like, did he post I'll give you the easy one like yeah. for that like we said like the divorce thing so we get this quick done right yeah what happened it happened you know and right. I said it before the truth will come out okay yeah you know now it looks funny and looks crazy what yeah. I did but wait <laughs> but you know it's funny too you put us all you were more important your Instagram account was more and I feel bad for everyone who didn't get to follow you before you went private because they can't get in now but it was more important to follow your Instagram account than it was to watch the news or to go on Twitter because you were like yo some shit went down and then you were like in the car be like nah I didn't go down my bad and then you were like I found something else and you were like oh no we were, we were there with you the whole time and I was like yo if that was my homie I'd come by with a little bit of vodka a cigar maybe some brandy we would solve this all in a minute like you really just put your I, I did that. I did I, that. I'm sure. Okay. But I was sitting up with a friend, you know, and that was maybe my problem. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, if, if you had friends like us, we'd be like, yo, you need to get back on Instagram. Let me get you a battery charger. Let's charge that phone up. Let's get you maybe six no, phones I, and a belt. I, I'll be honest, like, you know how it is. Like I said before, like, there's emotion stuff, you know, yeah, it goes up yeah, and yeah, down. Yeah. This is a roller coaster. Some stuff I said, I put it out and then I figured out, like, at the end it can be dangerous for me. Yeah. So then I did delete it. Yeah. <laughs> but. But the, at the end, it's like I, I still stand to most of the stuff I said, you know, yeah. and, um, and, and at the end, it would come out that the stuff I said was right, you know, and but we, we will have to wait, you know, it's like it's it's a process now and um, I'm, I can't say it here, I'm, I have to go in court with him, you know, I go and then uh, I'm, I'm pretty cool and I'm, I'm pretty confident that I can win that. Have you ever heard the term gully? No. Are you a hip hop fan? No, not really. Okay. okay. There's a term in hip-hop. It wasn't used for a while. Gully means, like, you say what's on your mind. You don't care if someone's going to get, you know, hurt by or, like, if you're going to get in trouble. Tough, like a tough attitude. Your yeah. tough yeah. attitude. You don't give a fuck. You're like, no, no, no. This needs to be said. We say we're the gulliest podcast. Okay. Because we're gully, right? And it became a whole thing. Because, like, whenever someone would make fun of American soccer, we would jump on it. When you did your the the rant about the door, we jumped out. Nobody yeah. was willing to talk about. It, we talked about it. when Kyle Aaron got the DUI. We talked about it. We're gully. We don't yeah. care if that means we're not going to get access. The fans want to hear this, so we're going to yeah. talk about it. We say where the gully is, homie. I'm willing to bow down right now and say, dog, you are the gulliest. And it would, it would, it, I would be honored if you would have if you would wear our gulliest shirt. You don't have to wear it now, but would you take our gulliest shirt because yeah, yeah. you are the gulliest. Of all <laughs> time in American <laughs> soccer. American soccer can, we, can we get, like, yeah. I'm assuming oh. you're a medium here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I got to find the size. I'll, I'll get it to you. Yeah, well, okay, as soon perfect. as we're done, we're yeah, going to yeah. give it to you. Yeah. Dude, you are by far the gullish. <laughs> you, you put your emotions out there. You say how you feel. You don't care the repercussions. You're just the greatest. <laughs> I want you to know every American soccer fan loves you. <laughs> loves you, except for one who plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, whoever got that dog, whoever sold that dog. I bet you even his ex-girlfriend agrees with you now. You know, it's like, that motherfucker would have went to Germany. Maybe we still be together. Uh, well, Jermaine, this has been incredible. Thank you so much for hanging out with yeah, us, man. thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Please. And follow us back so we have a way of communicating with you to get you back on the show. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we, we yeah. do our show in New York. If you're ever in New York, you're welcome on our show. Yeah, anyway. about Madison Square yeah. Garden. It's super professional. Okay. You yeah. Ever come no. to New York? Yeah, I've been there. I've yeah. Been there. Yeah. Definitely. I'll take you to get pizza. We'll put a little bit of weight on you. Huh? No, no, I'm That's vegan, it. man. I'm vegan. You vegan? Those vegan slices. They're vegan slices. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm good. Let's go. All right. Look at We're that. going to scars, baby. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yo, I'll I talk all this shit on Instagram, but yeah. I also don't put that meat in front of yeah. me. Okay. Vegan. I'm trying to save the I'm world. Okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take all the pepperoni off your slice. <laughs> How's that sound? Uh, hey, just look me. Yeah. You, you, you look good. <laughs> you look at my stomach. <laughs> you look good. I got two footed by the eyes. Jermaine Jones, thank you so much for spending time with the cool games man it really means the world appreciate yeah, thanks, it guys, thanks guys thanks. thanks absolute honor hey thank you guys thank you what an honor thank you so much holy lord jermaine <laughs> jr himself i mean look guys follow him on instagram maybe he'll <laughs> maybe he'll allow you in um also just you know yeah i, I want to applaud this man for you know i i may not agree with how he handles everything but you know, to be open and honest. And, I agree and, with how he handles every single thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on the pitch, off the pitch, on social media, off social media. And you know what? Look, if you're a Seattle Sounders fan and you're mad at Christian for writing the question I asked uh, <laughs> about Jermaine Jones' son, what he would do if he got a dog. Uh, again, you know, just email Christian and Christian C. Polanco uh, at Soccer Cool. Uh, honestly, if you're if if tell us what you thought of the interview. You know, we, in a moment like that, we didn't really have a chance to prepare, but we thought we got uh, a lot of uh, fun conversation out yeah, of him. I I I don't know if you heard it on the interview, but there was a real, like, oh, are we allowed to talk about this feeling of like? Yeah, you well, and every, I were I, treading on every question because again, we 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 didn't have a chance to prepare. So what ended up happening happening was we were. I think he was he had done something. I think on SiriusXM uh, at their booth on Podcast Row, right? And then we saw we had a schedule, and then everyone who was listening to that woke up. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm great, joking. people. We love I'm joking, you, Jason. Jason, Davis. you're the goddamn greatest. <laughs> Jason's a good Thank friend. Thank you. We love being on the show. It's an honor. Um, but while we had, <laughs> it's an honor. Anyway, so what I was saying. But we had a scheduled interview with Alexi Lalas. Mm-hmm. So we asked Jermaine, "Hey, would you like to do our show?" We didn't know he was going to be there, or if we were, or we were going to see him, or whatever. Right. And yo, dead ass, he shows up when Alexi Lalas is on, and I'm almost like, let's wrap up, Alexi. <laughs> Alexi, we don't need this guy anymore. We get it. Nobody's heard of this guy. <laughs> we get it. You hate Columbus Crew. Let's get you out of here. <laughs> okay, uh, let's rip off the bandaid and get him off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we didn't know. We didn't have that conversation of. Yo, if we if we interview Jermaine Jones, we should ask him about this and this thing and no, that. Is Christian and I flying on the seat of <laughs> off the seat of our pants and just off the cuff? Yeah. And I mean, luckily we both have really good improv skills because <laughs> we were able to have a pretty good uh, interview. And I think you heard it. I think you heard that we were trying to have a fun conversation more than an interview. And uh, hopefully that comes across. And 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 we we absolutely admire. Jermaine Jones for for choosing our podcast to be the one where he uh, has such an open and honest conversation. That's right. And also, it's a sign that all of y'all listening who have your own shows, 
Thank you for not be, having the balls to do that. Because <laughs> that's what gives us the lane to do what we do. What a weird flex. You talk like everyone listening has their own soccer podcast. No, I'm saying like this. He did other interviews. He did it. And I'm not even talking. Yo, Jason, Jason, 100%. Ask the questions up to the point he was allowed to ask. You know? Okay, yeah. Jason's that dude. Jason will be like, I'm going to push that line as much as I can. We ain't got no rules. Ain't no FCC over here, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can ask whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. Our boss ain't around because we ain't got no bosses. And I hope my wife's not listening. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Well, some people might be worried about losing their jobs, but good thing for them. I'm not even talking about Jason. I'm just talking no, about. No, no, like, just in general. You know, he did a one on one, and there's other stuff that happened. Like, there's so many times where he gets an opportunity to be interviewed, and they're not allowed to ask those questions. Yeah, because it well, they, they might lose their jobs, and good thing for us, we ain't got no jobs. We ain't got no job. <laughs> We're like Tommy and Martin. We ain't Yo, got no cool, job, cooligans? man. Y'all ain't got no job. Man, you got no job, man. <laughs> gully this, gully that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're about to get to stepping, but uh, we want to thank Jermaine Jones um, once again. Thank you, Jason Davis. I hope you don't think I was talking about you. I'll text you after I say all this. Um, but the, shouts to everybody else. Shouts to, shouts to Alexi Lala. Shouts to everyone who stopped by the booth when yeah, we were interviewing at, Jermaine Jones. Exactly. So uh, thank you to, to everyone listening uh, because it is uh, the fact that you care about this interview. You know, you are one of the uh, the select few in, uh, in, in America, in the world that are like Jermaine Jones, this German slash American soccer player. Slash personality. Personality going through all this drama slash this Real life. Housewife, <laughs> you know, like if this was an NFL player, NBA player, this would be front page news. Uh, and and for for I guess for soccer, we have to be it's the front the page. Cooligans page news. The Cooligans have to be the front page. Uh, so the, so we appreciate that you care about it and you're listening. And all we ask is like, yo, just share this interview with uh, people. Let people know about the Cooligans. And like, uh, this is very much a grassroots effort. We don't we're, we don't have some giant conglomerate. Nah, and you know what would help? Like if someone happens to be on Reddit. Post this on Reddit and R Soccer or RMLS, yeah, and upvote it if you see it. Like those little things, like we can't do it ourselves because we'll get banned. Um, but we would love if somebody like were to Section One Hundred One. We don't want to get banned. Yeah, yeah. Sector Latino. We're the Sector <laughs> Latino. <laughs> on Reddit. On Reddit. Um, and you know how them Reddit boys don't like Latinos. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like things like that. If you're on uh, something that you think. There's people who want to see and or hear this. Share this on there. That would be massive That's, for us. That is all we ask, man. So, uh, and if you've ever clicked on subscribe, if you've ever did subscribe, and then you know the next Cooligans episode pops up, and you hit on that, and you listen to us for at least thirty seconds, anytime you've ever done that, that's what got us to this point. <laughs> uh, we we call that that our thirty second gang. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate you. In and out, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> that in and out burger yeah. of, of podcast. That's, that's all good. <laughs> Just give us that 30 seconds. That's all we need. All right, 30 seconds, animal style, yeah. bro. Hell yeah. Yo, double, double. <laughs> That's all we need. 30 segundos, coño. So uh, thank you again for listening to the show, supporting the Cooligans. Uh, we're, we're excited about some of the things coming up the, uh, this year. We're, we have very, very big plans. Uh, and this is just, uh, this this marks the beginning of just uh, that, that, that climb to the top. This is it. Uh, so, We're ascending. Um, so, uh, with that, oh, I know. Tell us where to get uh, breakfast tacos in Dallas. Best breakfast tacos in Dallas. Okay. What? What? But yeah, you know what? Because the last time we were in quote unquote Dallas, we really spent a lot of time in Frisco and like yeah. Plano. Well, now we gotta be straight up in. We're gonna be Dallas, in Dallas, Dallas, Dallas proper. Hell yeah. Okay. 
And just like the rumor, me and Christian gonna be wearing makeup to bed. You know, that's what they say everyone in Dallas, the women in Dallas do. That's what we're gonna do. That's all I know about Dallas. What are we like, dance moms that are like trying to get their kids prepared for tomorrow's dance? <laughs> Let us know where to get breakfast tacos and where to get a good foundation. <laughs> okay, I need a really strong tutu for yeah, my performance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of an earth tone, so keep that in mind. So. Thank you again for listening. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!